Coming up on Jerusalem Dateline, Israel at war and still reeling in response to Hamas's murderous invasion of Israeli communities on the morning of a high holiday. Prime Minister Netanyahu promising severe retribution. Gaza bombarded and plans underway for a ground invasion. International support pouring in for Israel and prayers from around the world for the hostages still held in Gaza. All this and more coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. Three days after the horror of the invasion by Hamas, Israelis are mobilizing for an all-out assault on the terror enclave in Gaza. More revelations are coming to light of the atrocities committed by Hamas terrorists. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu went on national TV to address the country. Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. Israeli forces report 1,500 Hamas terrorists killed in Israel. Netanyahu expressed horror at the barbarity of Hamas. The savage attacks that Hamas perpetrated against innocent Israelis are mind-boggling. Slaughtering families in their homes, massacring hundreds of young people at an outdoor festival, kidnapping scores of women, children, and elderly, even Holocaust survivors. Hamas terrorists bound, burned, and executed children. They are savages. Hamas is ISIS. I don't think since the Holocaust we have experienced such a massacre. Those images of children and women and bodies being paraded in the streets of Gaza, being spat on and bitten, is absolutely horrifying to think that our babies are there in the streets uh, as hostages. The fate of more than 160 hostages, including Americans now held in Gaza, hangs in the balance. Uh, they were taken from their homes, from their beds. An Israeli mother who asked not to be named is pleading for the return of her sons, ages 12 and 16. I want my children back home. I want them to fight each other. I want them to annoy each other. I want them to get on my nerves again. I want them back. I want them to be back sleeping in their beds. Hamas warned they will start executing hostages one by one unless Israel stops bombing Gaza without advance notice. Member of Knesset Sharon Haskell says Israel is really at war with Iran, the power behind Hamas. Chris, I'm sure you will remember this as uh, some of the first days of the war between Israel and Iran. Because you can say anything you want about Hamas, but you know it's Iran who is standing behind this vicious attack. Financially, on the ground, physically, in some of these videos you can hear people speaking in Farsi. Middle East expert Dan Dyker sees the attack as part of Iran's Middle East chessboard. It is clear that the Iranian regime and the IRGC is moving these chess pieces around according to their interest in trying to reach the uranium enrichment finish line of 90% weapons-grade uranium. In the meantime, the IDF has called up 360,000 reservists to prepare for what many expect is a ground invasion of the Gaza Strip. On Israel's northern border, several skirmishes between Iranian-backed Hezbollah and Israeli forces lead many to believe a second front could be a real possibility. President Biden has pledged America's support for Israel in its struggle against Hamas.
The Pentagon is sending weapons to Israel and a carrier group to the Mediterranean. Some members of Congress are criticizing the administration's policy towards Iran. They're also asking if the White House will stand with Israel for the long term. Dale Hurd has the story. The White House is showing strong support for Israel in its hour of need, dispatching a carrier strike group and supplies to the Middle East. But some are asking if the U.S. will keep standing beside Israel as the casualties in Gaza rise. The U.S. has ordered the Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group to the eastern Mediterranean to be ready to assist Israel. And the Pentagon is also sending supplies of munitions. The Navy's newest and most advanced aircraft carrier will be accompanied by cruisers and destroyers. At least four Americans died in the Hamas attack, and seven are missing or unaccounted for, numbers that could go higher. President Biden condemned the attack, promising continued military assistance for Israel and calling on all countries to stand against terrorism. The United States stands with Israel. We will not ever fail to have their back. But with multiple sources now reporting that Iran helped plan the devastating action against Israel, Republican Congressman Steve Scalise, a candidate for House Speaker, tweeted that the Biden administration must be held accountable for its appeasement of these Hamas terrorists, including handing over billions of dollars to them and their Iranian backers. When he was shown that tweet on ABC's This Week program, Secretary of State Antony Blinken called those billions of dollars that were given back to Iran, Iranian money. This involved Iranian resources, not American taxpayer dollars. These were resources that uh, Iran had acquired from the sale of its oil that were stuck in a bank, uh, in this case in, in South Korea. With the prospect of a protracted bloody war not only between Israel and Hamas, but possibly Iran, Republicans are already worried the White House could waver in its commitment to Israel. We have to be with them in the long run. President Biden often says that we're going to support Ukraine for as long as it takes. After yesterday's savage butchery in Israel, surely President Biden will also support Israel for as long as it takes to destroy Hamas. The response in the Middle East has been mostly anti-Israel, including Saudi Arabia's statement blaming Israel for the attack, possibly putting the Saudi-Israeli peace deal in jeopardy. At an emergency U.N. Security Council session Sunday, the United States demanded that all 15 members strongly condemn the attack, but Russia blocked any Security Council action. Dale Hurd, CBN News. Up next... CBN President Gordon Robertson weighs in with an historical perspective. I often marvel when Pat tells the stories of the early beginnings. I think, I don't think I would have had the chutzpah to do some of those things that he did. When you're walking by faith, it isn't necessarily easy. Watch the CBN story, now available on the CBN Family app. We were right on the cutting edge of things that nobody had seen before. And I know a lot of people thought we were crazy. The CBN story recalls the celebrated history of the Christian Broadcasting Network from its humble beginnings. It was quite a scene. And we walked into this television station. In the control room, there was glass all over the floor. To the renowned ministry that continues to bring the gospel to every nation. When people can hear the gospel on television in their own language, they respond to that. A special presentation in celebration of Pat Robertson's life and legacy. 
The CBN Story. Watch now on the CBN Family app. Download the CBN News app, 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. Discover CBN Family, your gateway to inspiration, faith, and encouragement you can count on. Tune in to your favorite CBN programs. Experience the joy of each season with our fun and exciting seasonal content. And don't forget Superbook. Let your kids embark on thrilling Bible adventures. CBN Family, encouragement you can count on. Download the app or go to cbnfamily.com today. One thing that helps in understanding today's news is to have the long view, to understand what's happened before. Our CEO and President Gordon Robertson brings an historic perspective to recent events here in Israel. Way back in the 1940s, um, General Eisenhower, later becoming President Eisenhower, warned Germany that it wasn't aware of the full fury of an aroused democracy. That is what's happening in Israel today, and that's what Hamas is going to face, the full fury of Israel. Now, let's take a step back. What is Hamas? Well, it stands for Islamic uh, resistance movement. Uh, it's not a political party. It's a terrorist organization. But as a terrorist organization, they were elected back in 2006. Under the Bush administration, there was this sense, well, democracy can come to the Middle East. The Arab Spring has all this great promise. Let's have free and open elections in Gaza. And in that, well, they'll elect someone who will want peace. They'll make peace with Israel. All of that went away when Hamas won. But they won with just 44 percent of the vote. So it took them about a year. But a year later, they said, well, guess what? There aren't going to be any more elections. Uh, we're going to have full control of the Gaza Strip. And from that full control, they have launched attack after attack after attack against Israel. In my reading of Scripture, Gaza's mentioned, and it's mentioned specifically in the book of Joshua, the 11th chapter. There are three areas that Joshua did not conquer. He didn't go there. One was called Ashdod. Uh, Ashdod is now a seaport in Israel. The ruins of Ashdod are just outside the old city. Then there's Gath. There, there's just ruins of Gath. There isn't any settlement there anymore. Gath is where Goliath came out of. And then there's Gaza. When you look at this and you go, why, why is this happened? Why has Gaza constantly been a thorn in the side of Israel? Why have they never come to peace with their brothers? Well, in part, it's because the hardening of their hearts. Now, Go back to 1948, the war against Israel. All the nations, all the Arab nations surrounding Israel declared war against it. They lost that war. You go forward to 1967, the Six-Day War. After 48, after 67, what did Israel do? They asked for peace. 
They were willing to give up the entire West Bank. They were willing to give up Jerusalem in exchange for peace. But the Palestinians said no, and they famously said no negotiation, no recognition, no peace, the three no's. They said, no, we will not have it. Now, turning back to Joshua chapter 11, and this ought to chill all of us. For it was the Lord to harden their hearts, that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might utterly destroy them, and that they might receive no mercy, but that he might destroy them as the Lord had commanded Moses. When we look at the situation today, it makes no sense that people would want to raise their children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren in this war, that they would encourage them to be suicide bombers, that they would encourage them to take life, they would encourage them to take innocent life. Well, now Hamas is going to face the full fury of the democracy of Israel. And in that, there's going to be horror on both sides. I live in a military town. I grew up in a military town. I've seen veterans come back from wars, whether that was Vietnam or Iraq or Afghanistan. When you engage in battle, when you engage in war, it absolutely changes you. As we look at what's happening in Israel today, let's keep the words of Golda Meir. She was the prime minister from 1969 to 1974. Here's what she said. When peace comes, we will perhaps in time be able to forgive the Arabs for killing our sons. But it will be harder for us to forgive them for having forced us to kill their sons. Right now, Hamas is forcing Israel to act, forcing them to come in and absolutely destroy them. We need to pray, and the Psalms command us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So today, we're going to set aside some time to pray in accordance with Scripture. Here's Psalm 122. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say peace within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. As servants of God, we also love the very stones and the dust of Zion. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. For your servants take pleasure in her stones and show favor to her dust. So the nations shall fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth your glory. So let's pray together. May God arise and have mercy on Zion. May the set time come. May the time of favor come. And may all the nations under heaven fear the name of the Lord and give honor to your glory. May peace be within the walls of Jerusalem, on every street and in every home and every place of worship. May Jerusalem be known as a place of prayer and a place where all nations can come together and worship. May God soften the hearts of the Palestinians May those who have lost loved ones be comforted. May the generations of violence cease. And may the sons of Isaac 
and the sons of Ishmael come to peace as the sons of Abraham. Still ahead, Ambassador Danny Danone breaks down what Israel's next step should be and how the international community is responding. Attacks on Jewish lives, communities, and synagogues. The Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And so my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. Now is the time to defend Israel's basic right to exist. And you can do that through CBN Israel. When you send a gift to the Jewish people through CBN Israel, you are giving humanitarian aid to Israelis in need. And at the same time, you are providing news coverage and documentaries that reveal what is really happening in Jerusalem and the Middle East. Attacks against Israel are ongoing. The need is urgent, and you can help. Call 1-800-813-8734. Go to cbn.com slash standwithisrael or text CBN Israel to 41444. I am region's first ROTC graduate. Join the CBN Animation Club and get Gizmo Go. Kindness is no joke. Plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. You'll also receive free instant streaming access to the entire Superbook Library. The eyes of the world are on Israel and the Gaza Strip right now, watching to see how this war unfolds. We spoke with Israeli Ambassador Danny Danone about what Israel needs to do now and how the international community is responding. What kind of response are you recommending to the prime minister? I think we have to go against the Hamas, eradicate the leadership of Hamas, and I think it will be better for the people of Gaza. And I want to send a message for those people. We have nothing against you. We will do our best to minimize civilian casualties, but I would advise you, to get far away from the Hamas headquarters and from the Hamas militants, because we are coming after them and we will hunt them down. You're connected with world leaders uh, after being in the uh, UN for five years. What, what have you been hearing from uh, different countries and nations around the world? Well, as we speak, we have uh, overwhelming support and we have the condemnation from all around the world. But I told my colleagues that uh, we want them to support us even when we will see the pictures of our troops hunting down the Hamas. It will not be easy. It will be challenging. But that's when we will actually see who are the real allies of Israel. Not now, when they saw the kidnapped people being dragged into Gaza. You know, I don't know if you showed the, the whole horrific footage, Chris, but you see a woman, Holocaust survivor, 85 years old, being dragged by terrorists into Gaza. Families with toddlers 
being dragged to captivity of Hamas. So today we have the international support, but uh, we will continue with the operation, even if the voice will change in the next few weeks. We should not accept a call for de-escalation. We should not accept a call for diplomatic negotiations. Now is not the time for any diplomatic negotiations. Now is the time for retaliation. Now is the time to fight against Hamas, to fight against evil. We are facing evil forces. I know many people around the world are praying for us, and we are grateful for that. And we also in the Bible, we, we know that you have to fight and stand against evil. That's exactly what we are doing here today. Uh, Ambassador Danone, you're a member of the Likud party and part of the government, member of Knesset. Uh, there's been talk about a possible unity government. Do you see that as a possibility? Well, I think today we don't have politics involved. We don't have left or right, coalition or opposition. We have to work together, stand together, fight together. We have to be one people today when we fight evil. Right now, there are millions of people, uh, evangelical Christians around the world, praying for Israel. How would you encourage these Christians to be praying? First, I want to tell them that uh, we will prevail. It's not going to be easy or short, but God is on our side. And I want to thank them for their prayers. And I want to encourage them to, to support us and to make sure that the support is not only in the next few days, but also in the weeks to come, when we will start to get the international pressure and the heat about stopping or having some kind of negotiation. You don't negotiate with the devil. You don't negotiate with evil. You fight evil, and that's exactly what we will do. Coming up, how CBN partners are helping keep Israelis safe on the front lines of war. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you. Call us toll-free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all of the nations and given us his Torah. Audiences are raving about oracles of God. I believe this is an extraordinarily well-researched movie that indeed speaks about the integrity of God's Word. It's a real faith builder. It encouraged me to, to realize God's hand in preserving His Word throughout history. If God is not faithful to His Word, He is not faithful. But this shows that He is. What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not that genuine. I would describe this movie as inspiring, captivating, excitement. It mattered to them to get it right. Everybody should watch this movie. Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available now for a gift of any dollar amount. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel, now available at CBNRadio.com. 
Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. In the first hour of his attack, Hamas fired more than 2,000 rockets into Israel. Jewish communities near Gaza have endured these deadly attacks for years. Middle East correspondent Julie Saul shows us how help from CBN Israel has made families feel safer when the alarms go off. Moshav Yesha is one of many Israeli communities not far from the Gaza border. When a rocket is fired and red alert sounds, they usually have about 15 seconds to run to their in-home bomb shelter. You're under pressure, you're in stress. It's impossible to get used to this situation. Every red alert, you get a cardiac arrest and crazy pressure. We adults can handle it. I run to the shelter and everything's fine. I'm also stressed, but I know how to calm down afterwards. For the children, it's a little bit more difficult. The stress can be even higher when the alarm sounds and residents are away from home. Daniel Carlson says that's where CBN Israel stepped in to help. Well, I would say that probably the, the very top priority for any resident of that area is the issue of security. They know that the issue of rocket fire, spur of the moment, very short notice. In just over a year, CBN Israel has provided 20 bomb shelters in strategic locations around the Gaza Strip. This one is next to a tennis court about four miles from the Gaza border. We were able to take bomb shelters and strategically place them near bus stops, kindergartens, community centers, swimming pools, anywhere where people are congregating so that they can get to a shelter at a moment's notice because that's the way life is built down there. Galit says the one placed in her community delivers a great benefit. First of all, thank you very much. It's not something we take for granted. We have many surprises. You're not prepared or you're on the way to some place and we have this shelter on the way. It calms the children and gives them security to go and play a little. Ella says even though the situation is scary, she's thankful for the protection. To run for a red alert is very, very stressful, but I also understand I have to deal with this because it protects me. The children in Gaza, they don't have a red alert. They don't have a shelter. So I have to say thank you that we have this. In the aftermath of the Hamas invasion, Carlson says CBN Israel will listen to the people in the communities to help provide what they need to begin healing and move forward. We as the Christian community want to stand by our friends in the Gaza Strip area that have come under this attack. We want to be that voice of comfort. We can't change the reality on the ground, but comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, that is something that we can do. We can extend a hand of mercy to those who need it in their time of need. We want to be that for them. So now is the time, that is for sure. Julie Stahl, CBN News. Well, what a wonderful story and a tragic time. To find out how you can help provide relief to families directly affected by rocket and terror, go to cbn.com slash terror victims or text terror victims to 71777.
Well, that's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. And please remember to pray for Israel right now. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also access CBN content through our CBN News and other CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blast so you can continue to receive all of our exciting CBN content. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.